It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Kevin, who should be the Patriots coach next season? Oh, I think, it, I, I think it'll be Coach Belichick. Is that what you think should happen, or is that what you think will happen, or both? I think I think that should happen. I don't think I think there's other things that they can do to to fix the issues that they've had. Um, but I, I also believe that like this team needs to build over time. I was Devin McCourty on the Greg Hill Show this morning, saying that Bill Belichick should be the Patriots head coach next season. Uh, I know I put out a uh, Twitter poll question last week, and uh, I was asking who do you want to be the coach, and I had four options. One of the options was other, so you really could have been anybody, but it was Belichick, Mayo, Vrabel, and other, and uh, certainly wasn't a majority, but Belichick did win that poll. Roughly 32 33% of people want Bill back. McCourty thinks he should be back. But, I mean, at this point, I, I, wouldn't you be more surprised if he was? Yes, I would. Yeah. I 100%, I absolutely 100% would be just short of stunned if Belichick returned to the Patriots next season. It's just everything about this now re- reeks of mutually beneficial breakup. I would wonder, why would he want to, why, like, let's forget about, like, everyone believing that he still can coach, which I think he has. I think believes more so than you do, Rich. Why would he want to return? Why wouldn't he want to just go somewhere else, fresh start, new media, just like brighten his horizon and perspective on things for his final run as a coach in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, if it was really important to him years ago to leave sort of on a high note, and whether that's a Super Bowl or just like a team that's really good and like walking away and like handing it off to like a really good whoever the next coach is, like if that's something that he wanted, that's not the case. Like if you leave after a three-win season, you're you're – even if you didn't get fired, like most coaches do get fired after like a three win season. So I don't, I don't know if that means anything to him. Like it'd be kind of odd that he bookends his career in New England with his two worst seasons, you know, five and 11 his first year. And then who knows how many wins they end up getting this year. Yeah. He also doesn't have a quarterback in place for next season. He does not know. No. And there's not a lot of te- like, why would, you know, Brady leaving had, it seems a lot to do with a lot of factors, obviously. They didn't offer him the money. He felt like Belichick wasn't giving him love. He just wanted to be appreciated, right? Mm-hmm. But don't think for a second that Brady didn't look around at that roster and go, hmm, there's not a lot here right now. No. If yeah, I'm no. Go, I should no. go now. Well, the whole 2019 season, despite their record, it was pretty clear that, you know, they their defense really feasted on bad teams, bad quarterbacks. Their offense wasn't scoring a ton of points. And, you know, Gronk had that line about how he was the most miserable 8-0 quarterback or player, like, ever. And Brady, even in the post, after wins, he was, like, he was mad all season. So, yeah, he definitely wanted to go somewhere else. Uh, But then if you're Belichick, you're going somewhere else. And then I just wonder, like, if he's given full player control and if that's something that's still important to him in his mind and how many teams would be willing to do that. And then how's that going to go? Because the last few years it has not gone great here. All right, back to the phone, 617-779-7937. Steve is in Connecticut. He joins us next. What's up, Steve? Uh, not a lot. Hey, you guys were mentioning Belichick possibly going to Dallas. Uh, there is no yeah. 
I guess, yeah. There's no way possible Jerry Jones is going to give up enough control of the team for Belichick to go there. Well, I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures, and Jerry Jones did it for Jimmy Johnson, and he did it for Bill Parcells. And his team has not been in a conference championship game in 30 years. So you don't think Jerry Jones might do it for Bill Belichick? I just don't see him doing it. He wants well, he's, he's like Belichick, I think, and wanting too much control. Yeah, but maybe I mean Jerry's I, getting up there. Jerry is getting up there and he he did it before and he did it for Parcells for God's sake. So I mean, if you're gonna do it for anybody else, like it's not like he's doing it for some, you know, ham and egger or some guy who's been in the league for two years. If he's got if Jerry Jones would, would ever give up power, and I get where the caller's coming from, like you're thinking, oh, Jerry Jones is like he he's gonna want to do everything and but if it's Belichick, and Belichick has spoken highly of him and vice versa throughout the year, even this year, like when they played Dallas. Can you, A, could you imagine those e- those two egos trying to operate in a war room together, number one? Amazing. And number two, how much acid reflux or how much just regurge would Robert Kraft have to deal with looking at footage of the two of them at the podium, in the draft room, on the sideline to get like that? Because like, there's like a smallish unspoken rivalry between... Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft, because, you know, Jerry Jones and America's team's got Jerry World. <laughs> it's Marcus But, team. like, Robert's got all them. Just get your damn act together. Would Robert Kraft n- choose not to trade him to Dallas? Say Dallas is like, hey, we'll give you a first-round pick. Would, would Robert be like, care. I'm going somewhere else? Let Jerry, let Jerry, as he famously always says, like, let Jerry pursue that glory hole with <laughs> Bill Belichick. Go ahead. I know. And then. I want me some glory hole. All right. Well, that's, that's fine. That's what he wants. You can get it. You know, I don't think it's that hard to find. <laughs> well, it, Rich, you can get near it. Yeah, that's fair. That's what's so elusive is being a. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gary Myers, we opened the show with this. Gary Myers, uh, formerly of the uh, New York Daily News. He's written uh, many books, including one on uh, Belichick, for God's sakes. He, uh, he, had this really long tweet, and we don't need to reread it. It's a super long tweet with a Please lot of no. info that's just like insane and like unnecessary. But the very beginning of it is one of my well placed sources believe the Chargers are the favorites for Bill Belichick in 2024. Excellent quarterback, team ready to win. Belichick likes California and the beach. <laughs> so, it's also like you've said too much. Like you don't need to go all that far. But yeah, the Chargers. If if you're playing it out the same way, like you were just discussing with Tom Brady at the end of the year, looking around at options and being like, oh, man, they got good receivers. They got a good defense. They got a good O-line. Like, I'll go to Tampa. If you're Belichick and you're trying to just get the stink of a 2-3 win season off of you as soon as possible, mm-hmm. obviously trying to chase down the wins record and then obviously trying to win a Super Bowl if, if you know possible, some of these other options, like, the Giants or the Bears or the Commanders really don't meet that criteria. The Chargers do, and that's also why I mentioned the Cowboys. Because if the Cowboys do get, they're going to make the playoffs this year, but if they lose in the wild card round, and you're looking at Mike McCarthy over there doing something stupid on the sideline, don't you think Jerry might not fire him for just anybody, but he would fire him for Belichick? Just thought of something interesting. An interesting wrinkle and or development to the possible storyline. All right of William Stephen Belichick making his way to the Los Diego Chargers to be the next head coach. How do you think Asante Samuel Sr. would re- react? <laughs> what is the contract status of one Asante Samuel Jr.? 
Uh, do you, and do you think Belichick benches him every game as a spite? Probably move just to get back. There's a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Does he look, bring J.C. Jackson back with him? Oh, why not? <laughs> I, okay, so let's see what what what's in place. What makes sense about possibly going to the Chargers? Stud franchise quarterback. Ding. Mm-hmm. Running back. Now he'd have to resign him. He'd have to deal with the contractual Eckler, situation yeah, yeah, yeah. with Eckler. But yep. a wide receivers galore. Uh, Man, I can't believe how good ends. Keenan Allen is. Like he's old. Like he's having his best season at the age of like thirty four. He's insane. Belichick, of course, Patriots, drafted. I think Belichick loves him though. There was I read a little something on the from a little birdie a couple months ago that Belichick was definitely interested in acquiring Keenan Allen. Not enough. He drafted Keenan Allen's only thirty one. He drafted Aaron. Is he really, Joe? Yeah, thirty one. Wow, Joe. Joe's best pipe. Yeah, in there he goes. Good Nails job. It. All right, you've earned yourself another one. Belichick did draft Aaron Dobson over Keenan Allen. So. I, again, nailed it. <laughs> There's like a thousand of those, by the way. It's, it's not, it's not every unique. general manager has a bunch of them, except for, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that guy just—that's one of the better ones. Nails it. Dobson yep. over Allen has just crushed it. <laughs> but also, they do they have some corners? Sure. Do they have a pass rush? Yes, they sure do. Yeah, yeah. Linebacker. Oh, like there are plenty of pieces in place, along with free agency and a good draft for Belichick to instantly compete. Now he would be in the same division as Mahomes, so now he's got to go back up against that pain in the ass all over again. Right. Whereas. Andy Reid and Belichick in the same division would be pretty sweet. That's fun. That's theater. That's, That's cool. real like, good theater. Yeah. See, my my pick again, the Bears, nobody would expect it. They've got some talent on that team to have the picks. Ton, they have a hundred and something million dollars <laughs> to play with in free agency, and yeah. you would have two top five picks. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's go make the team in your own mold. And yes, again, you'd, be, you'd probably end up blowing out Poles and Aberflus. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Of well, course, they're all sure. they're so gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's wild. Maybe you bring in Josh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, he's definitely bringing Josh with him, I feel like, no matter Josh where he goes. He's working for free. Yeah, he's going there. So, yesterday, we were talking about the odds of where Bill Belichick will be coaching in week one next season. Okay. And right. uh, I think it was like sportsbetting.ag. The commanders were the favorite. Now, this is before the Gary Myers stuff. I don't even know if the Gary Myers stuff will change it. <laughs> Commanders were first. Then the Chargers, Panthers, Titans, Bears, Raiders. Bucks, Saints, Packers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Broncos, Browns, Falcons. Seahawks? What a random group at the end there. He's not going to the Seahawks. He's not going to any of those teams he's at the bottom. He's going to he's 100. But out of the teams at the top, like, Commanders aren't really that close. Chargers are. Panthers aren't. Titans aren't. Bears aren't. Raiders aren't. Like, they don't even have the Cowboys on here, which I'm surprised by. Bucks aren't. Like, Chargers make the most sense, whereas you're like, if he goes there, even if he, even if he's more than lost his fastball as a coach, that team is rolls out of bed, they're 500, and then you're hoping that, He's got a little something left in the tank, and that pushes them over the top. They win a couple extra games, and that's the difference on them either making the playoffs, missing it, winning a round, or not winning a round, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I would look at it. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the phones. Curtis in Greenfield. What's up, Curtis? Hey, how's it going tonight, guys? It's going pretty great. Curtis. Good. Hey, um, glad you let me talk. Um, oh, you're done. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so... Magic wand, you wave it, poof. Andy Reid's the coach of the New England Patriots right now. Are they better than three and or two and eight? Uh, yeah. Yes. 
Yes, I think so, Curtis. No. I, yeah, why not? I, He's an offensive guy. This offense has been the dregs the last couple of years. So yeah, I think they're I think they're a little bit better. Not not worlds better. I mean, the roster stinks, but I bet they win another game or two. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, what did Belichick do to lose the game Sunday? Uh, I, I would say the the punt return thing was pretty significant. They have the ball in the thirteen yard line. He decides to not have anybody return a return a punt. It goes seventy yards. Now you're inside your own twenty, rather than having it maybe I don't know closer to midfield in a game that you lost by four. But you know, you also okay. you, you missed a field goal. That wasn't Belichick's fault. Mm-mm. He got he rid of Nick Falk. Interception. Yeah, that was a good play call. Missed the missed the um. The, the the receiver threw an interception, and then you brought Zappy in. He did like this fake, you know, whatever it was called, you know, and then yeah. threw an interception. So Andy Reid would have the same results. Uh, See, not so okay. not so fast, Curtis. I feel like Andy Reid probably gets more out of Mac Jones over the last two years. Like there, there is, it like, is, Rich. If we're gonna play this hypothetical, you got to play it the whole thing out. Butterfly effect. Andy Reid. Got made Donovan McNabb look like a really good quarterback. He salvaged Alex Smith's career. And then, like Belichick with Brady, he now has Mahomes, and it's just, you know, Super Bowls are every single year. But prior to that, he made any other quarterback look really, really good. He could get something out of Mac Jones. Just think about how much better the coaching would have been on offense during all this time. Apart Now, granted, the defense may not have been as good, but we all know that Andy Reid's forte is yeah. offense. Belichick seems yeah. to hold quarterbacks and offense in, in a, a tad bit of disdain at times. I think they absolutely would, like, we'll say four wins. Not that they'd be massive shakes better, but a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, no, a little bit. A little bit. I also don't think, if you want to, I, I still take Belichick over Reid all time, but I think mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy not to take Reid over Belichick right now. Rich, do you know how, how like, Andy Reid, I, I I think he's about eight nine years younger than Belichick. Yeah, he's not far he off. Stays the for as long as Patrick Mahomes yeah. is quarterback, and Mahomes continues to win at this clip. Yeah, no Patriots fan wants to hear this. There's a chance it's Andy Reid who eclipses the Don Shula record. Correct. Yeah. No, no you're absolutely right. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the number to jump aboard here as the. Uh, Patriots season is uh, a disaster, and we're uh, already talking about next season, as it turns out, including we mentioned the odds on Belichick's next team. There's also the odds on the Patriots coach next year, and there's odds on the Patriots starting quarterback in week one. And uh, some of the odds there may surprise you. They certainly surprised me. So we'll get to those coming up next. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, but right now here is Joe Braverman with What's Trending. All the leaves are Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. Patriots are 2-8. and eight. It's the bye week. But everybody's talking about where Bill Belichick is going to be next year, where Mac Jones is going to be next year. Now, there are a few saying that, you know, well, I guess Devin McCourty, we played that earlier, he thinks Bill should be back. A few people have called in and suggested that. Most people are of the mind that he is going to be gone, and where does it make sense for him to go? Mm-hmm. But another question, Fitzy, that uh, the people have, who will be the starting quarterback for the Patriots week one next season? <laughs> and again, the sportsbetting.ag put out odds for all this stuff. So I have a long list of potential starting quarterbacks for the Patriots. Do you okay. want to take a stab at who they think is the favorite, who has the best odds to be the starting quarterback of the Patriots week one next year? I'm going to go with someone who has emerged on a couple of gambling sites as well as 
places like Bleacher Report as the top overall pick to the New England Patriots. I'm going to go with Caleb Williams. Ding, 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 ding. Get out. Circle gets the square, Fitzy. Yes, Caleb Williams, 5-1 to one odds uh, alone in the top spot. I That's guess they're only 5 to 1. 5 to 1. Yeah, those aren't even good odds. No, the odds are kind of bad. Like they're really kind of covering themselves. Like if you go through the whole thing, it's like even like a long shot is not that long. It should be much longer to predict because right now like nobody knows. Nobody knows who who it's going to be. And Caleb Williams that you're playing that game of like all right, is he definitely the first pick in the draft? Could he slide in the draft? Where are the Patriots going to finish? All that that whole game. Mm-hmm. Um you have four quarterbacks tied for second. Okay, and Mac, Mac Jones is one of them. He is not. He is actually the fifth guy. He is, or wow. I guess the sixth. The sixth. He is the sixth okay. guy. Yeah. So four guys tied for second. I'm going to go with uh, James Garoppolo. No, he's he's no. up there. He's he's in the top ten, but he's not in the top uh, five. <laughs> Yikes! Okay, that's an aggressive um, sounder. Yeah, it really was. Uh, Drake May? Yes. Okay. Drake May is in there. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. No, Michael Penix is way down. Wow. It's really, it's reckless how, how I feel like how they've gone about like two of the rookies are up really high. Then you have uh, one rookie kind of in the middle. And then you have Penix way down. All right. Entertain me. Who else would they, who else would be? So there? Malik Cunningham is one of the that, names. Okay, Malik Cunningham. Honestly, yeah. fire this into the Why summer. do I have this? Uh, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Oh, God. Is one of them. And the one that intrigued me the most, yes, Kyler Murray. Okay, yeah, we you're have in. to have a con- we, you're in. Right, we have you're to have in. a serious conversation. All right, now I'm in. Let's we go. We have to have a serious conversation yeah. about first the Patriots trading for a quarterback whose two hundred and twenty-five million dollar extension only kicks in starting next year. Sure. So you have to be all in on Kyler of duty to think that this guy is going to want to come to. <laughs> I know, England. and the new one comes out this week too, right? So he's screwed. Like, the, uh, yeah. Then again, like you see what he's capable of. First game back with that new ACL, like he looked fast. He was quick. Yep. A couple bad passes. Couple yep. good passes. Got a W, which are hard pressed around uh, these parts. He doesn't have a whole lot to work with out there. He scampered in for a score. I. Listen, I know the maturity with Kyler Murray has been questioned, the leadership and all that stuff. He is he's super entertaining, if nothing else. And I don't know, he can lead you to some some wins. He's I'm a, intri- he's a jitterbug with a he's like he like I'm intrigued. He makes Bryce Young look tall, like he's a jitterbug with a cannon for but an arm. If Arizona is once again compelled to get rid of their top draft pick quarterback like they did with Josh Rosen to bring in Kyler Murray and if Arizona yeah yeah. and if they fall in love with Drake May or Caleb Williams and then they're forced to trade Kyler Murray I don't think you're necessarily going to be on the hook for the entire contract or maybe you do something where like they throw you picks to take them like Brock Osweiler or some of those other ones golf style yeah Jared Goff style exactly like you might be able to get Kyler Murray and picks and pay half the deal. Like, is that a lot more appetizing? Oh, it's massively, yes. massively more appetizing to me. So, I, Kyler Murray is definitely a, a polarizing figure, and I think you'll be able to f- see how he plays the rest of this season, right? Yeah, do like, we know what Jonathan Gannon thinks about him. Like, is there is there anything leaked out? Like, where it's like he loves this kid, or he thinks like eh, I'm kind of out on this guy. I haven't read long term answer. I haven't read either way. Yeah, but then again, la- uh, when Cliff Kingsbury, or no, no, no who was it? 
Cliff took him because he he saw Rosen throw like three passes and he was like, "We're good here." But wasn't so Cliff got the job, but they started at the same time, didn't they? Cliff and Murray. I don't think Cliff coached. Wasn't it, it was Steve Wilkes and Josh Rosen? Yes, and then and it was Cliff, Cliff yeah, and Kyler Cliff and together. Kyler, yeah, but the it was the, the GM or whoever was running it for Arizona leading up to the draft was saying like, "We love Rosen, we love Rosen," and then boom, sure. Rosen was gone. So it's like it's hard to even know what they're going to say. But I could see them saying, "Hey, we got to go with." Drake May or Caleb Williams, and then, and then, then if you're the Patriots, now you can't get one of those guys because he's going to Arizona. So would you be better off with Kyler Murray? I mean, compared to trying to fix Mac Jones, I would definitely rather have Kyler Murray. Can I interest you possibly? Maybe a name that has surfaced in the last couple of days, especially as he has absolutely just straight balled out recently in the collegiate ranks. How does Rich Keefe feel about? Jaden Daniels, quarterback, LSU. Oh, my God. We got a call yesterday all raving about Jaden Daniels. And the call went a little sideways because uh, the caller came on the air and said he's the number one quarterback. And Hart and I were like, number one based on what? And he just kept saying he's the number one quarterback. See, sometimes LSU fans get all hopped <laughs> up on the stuff. They just, they, I didn't, I just, honest to Christ, I didn't know what he was talking about. And then he finally landed the plane. I guess he has the best like passer efficiency in college. I'm like, okay, fine. And so he likes him. Yeah, I wonder where he's going to end up going in the draft. Because right now he's still probably the eighth quarterback. Holy macaroni. Would you believe this guy has thank you, 3,164 yards, Yeah, no, 30 he's tutties, yep. only four picarinos, nine, a 94.1 QBR. He is the top-rated quarterback in the collegiate. So race. that's what the caller was saying. He just, for some reason, he didn't say, because I was like, are you talking about pro prospect? Are you talking about Heisman? Like, what are you talking about? And we finally got there. But that's what we want. So, like. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys. Like I like Bo Nix. I also feel like he could certainly be a bust. Like all these guys he has could be slipped a bust. into the first round now, Richard. Nix, you use like yeah. things like the Pro Football Focus mock draft simulator. Yeah, uh, and you pick for the Patriots at three right now. Then it allows you to go like to the second round. Yeah, Bo Nix is long gone because I love the Marvin Harrison Bo Nix combo. That I that really intrigued me. But yeah, all those guys be... I think are going to be gone though by the second round. You can't wait till well, like all the, third the, or the fourth. Well, many, like all those names we just mentioned. How many quarterbacks do you guys think go in the first round? Five. All right. Five or six. Like Quinn Ewers, like J.J. McCarthy and no, Penix. Like you can't have six McCarthy, of them. He'll be a second, he'll be a second yeah. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're going to look at Bo Nix. I think Penix Jr. probably sneaks into the end of the first round so someone can have him for five years. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. Dion's kid's not going pro, I don't think. No, he's not. He's going to stay for one more year. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, and Caleb Williams. So I say five. Yeah, I, I could see five. But you could always do what other teams have done in the past. When they have a really high pick, they also want a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, not that the Browns did a good job with this, but they would draft like Joe Thomas, and then they would trade back in, or they would have, have a second first-round pick, and that's where they would pick all their busts, like that's Manziel great, and Wheaton and Quinn. That's a great way to go Quinn. about it, though. No, it's not. Yeah, a, in, in theory, if, if you draft the right guys, like it could definitely, definitely work. But who's even going to be uh, making those selections? That's LSU's got all these, and they've got all these receivers too. Oh yeah, yep. it's got a fleet of receivers. A of, what a wide receiver factory that place is! Scoring a lot of points. Uh, let's go to Chris in Providence. He joins us next on WEEI. What's up, Chris? Hey, how's it going, guys? Got to switch the subject a little bit. Okay. So, um, if Belichick retires elsewhere, does Kraft waive the Hall of Fame period for him? Oh, probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say, I mean, depending on how this goes over the next few months, if mm-hmm. especially if Bill is able to get traded to a place he wants to go, then I can't imagine there'd be a lot of ill will. Although you never know with, with somebody like Bill. Maybe there would be. But I'm sure Kraft would, and then it'd be up to Bill if he actually shows up to the ceremony. Like, that's another whole side piece to the soap opera, like how this ends, and then will there be, like, a Bill Belichick day or days like there is and will be for Brady? Now he'll I, They'll wave it for him because yeah. he's a little bit older, so it's kind of one of those mm, things boosh. where, like, you know, poor Bill Parcells, who may never make it into the Patriots Hall of Fame, like, his time to really... Inf- thoroughly enjoy any sort of ceremony or adulation from Pats fans, that window may be closing, if not closed. Like, yeah. You want Belichick to get there, and hopefully you get the same kind of Belichick when he does come back around for his Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony. You got a few weeks ago when Vrabel came back to town for his. Yeah, and they like Vrabel. They definitely like Vrabel. Well, I think the thing is there was no resentment with Brady. Would there be any resentment on Robert Spark? See, I wonder if there was a little resentment with Brady, but he happened to win a Super Bowl his first year. So he's like, all right, well, joke's on you guys. But if Brady went to the Bucks and they kind of scuffled for three years, I bet he'd still be pissed. He should be pissed, but mm-hmm. maybe he, he maybe he's he's more of a positivity guy than a lot of us are. Uh, looking at some of the other names that are on this quarterback list. So if, if you don't like Kyler Murray, and I know a lot of you guys don't like Kyler Murray, the other names that are like linked as potential guys, Kirk Cousins, who's a free agent, uh, Gardner Minshew, your guy, Fitzy, you might finally get the shoe here. Yeah, that's not good. that's not happening. <laughs> Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, Tyrod Taylor, and then like literally all the rookies. So it's either one of the guys that you have here, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Will Greer, Malik Cunningham. One of all the rookies that we just kind of laid out, most of them are going to be picked in the first round, or the free agents that are, or or guys that are likely traded, like Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not great. No, it's not. Uh, hey, real quick, Rich, just yeah. bolstering the Jaden Daniels case. Oh yeah, oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you know who the leading running back for at the LSU Tigers is this year? Stephon Ridley. Uh, Jaden Daniels, nine hundred eighteen yeah. oh, yeah. yards. Yeah. And another eight touchdowns. By the way, Malik Neighbors, uh, the uh, the number one receiver right now. Justin Jefferson, like seventy two catches, thirteen hundred yards, ten tutties. Yeah, that's like Kayshawn Booty numbers right there. <laughs> uh, back to the veteran receiver, ve- veteran quarterbacks who could possibly sort of yeah hold the ship down next year. Yeah, I don't want any of those guys. No, I know. I don't want any of them. Yeah, that's why. Like, them losing out is so important for the future of the franchise. And it's, like, loser's mentality, whatever you want to call it. And it's not how... No one's ever won. No, 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 no. I don't know, man. That's Greg Popovich. (laughs) I think, yeah, Popovich is about to do it twice. Like, I think it's pretty important that you you lose some of these games because let's say you get a nice win two weeks from now against the Giants, and then you're sitting there on draft day. Caleb Williams, Drake May both go off the board, and then you're like, all right, Let's re-sign Jimmy Garoppolo or get Gardner Minshew or because like why would Kirk Cousins come here? Like I know his name's on there. You'd have to pay him through the nose. And then is that a smart thing? If you're rebuilding, you're gonna pay Kirk Cousins to come in here. Like Kirk Cousins needs to go to also he's like 36 and he's coming off a really bad Achilles injury. Right. He'll still want to play for. He's gonna be looking for. My guess is Kirk Cousins will be looking for a two year deal 
fully guaranteed. At like and $80 Minnesota, million. Dollars. Yeah, for like $60 million straight up, straight cash, homie. Yeah, and like, he'd want to go to a place kind of like the Jets this year, like where Rodgers went. Like I don't know who that team is right now, but it'd be a team that just needs an upgrade at quarterback to sort of get in the mix. I, I mean, I always think if San Francisco flames out, Kyle Shanahan would take him in a second to replace Brock Purdy. In a hot second. The hottest second. second. The hottest. <laughs> no, I mean, it's 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 pretty vital. Just just to give the Patriots the option, like if they like one of these guys, because once the season's over, we're going to be full go into breaking down all those college quarterbacks. Oh, can I just share something with you? Oh, please. Rich? Yes. Oh, my God. Are you still looking okay. at Jaden Daniels highlights? We have, no, oh, okay. no, no. I'm just making sure to like, I just want to be fully uh, abreast of all the everythings that yep. everyone's talking about on the on the web. Yep, get in and there. Of course, I know you love you some Walter football, one of the oh, top Walter. NFL. Kills it. Right? What a, I don't, great last, what a great last name. If I was going to nitpick just a little, if you allow me to, I don't love the layout necessarily of his site. It seems it's, a little doesn't old it feel school. Antiquated? It's a little old school. It's like the first website is what it feels like. Yeah. But yeah, no, but there's a lot of good intel, though, on Walter Football. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Right. Walter Football. Yeah. Just published by Walt himself, the man behind Walter Football. Good. God bless him. God. <laughs> 21 hours ago. Yeah. His latest 2024. NFL mock draft. He mocked it up today. Mocked it up. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, of course I am. First overall, Chicago Bears select Caleb Williams, quarterback, University of Southern California. All Pick right. Number two. So that means Justin Fields would then be traded. We, so That's right. We could circle back to that in a moment, but yeah, keep going. Yep. Pick number two, the New York Giants select Drake May. Wow. Quarterback, North Carolina. What are they going to do with Dan Jones? Danny Dimes. Uh, that guy blows, and he's always blowed, and I don't know what you're going to do with him a now. It's a $40 million oh, a yeah. year quarterback. Oh, yeah. $40 million bucks for Daniel Jones. Here we go. You ready for this? Patriots picking three, right? They're on the clock the right third, now? The Patriots are on the clock. They trade down? It's in. They traded it. The third pick overall in the 2024 NFL Draft, the New England Patriots, according to Walter Football Select. Come on. J.J. McCarthy. No! Quarterback no! Michigan. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's too high. It's too high. too high. I don't like McCarthy. Now, I'll watch, like, coming up was a couple of weeks, Michigan-Ohio State, so I'll, I'll definitely watch all that game. What is he? Th- I've only seen, like, bits and pieces of Michigan, but he doesn't really jump off the, the old I, television set for me. I think he's got athletic ability, like arm him? strength. Right. He's can, he can run. I, he's got thin arms, doesn't he? He's pretty built. Thin arms. I think he's he's got. Am I sure about that? About that? That's why. I think he maybe could use a little spinach, but uh, (laughs) he's a big boy. Uh, That (laughs) is bananas. Yeah, zero chance, JJ. I will stake my everything to it. I'll go full Mad Dog Russo. That's high. Yeah, he goes third overall. I retire. No, (laughs) that's me. Yep. J.J. McCarthy. Holy, does another website even have him going in the first round, period? This has him listed at 63202. Ain't sure about that? That's not that big. Holy man, that's... He's oh, my a, God! He's Rich. only 20 years old, though. He's, he's young, Sports he's, Illustrated. Young, he's young, oh, SI. SI.com. Number one, J. J. Marvin McCarthy. Harrison Jr. to the Cardinals. Makes sense. Number I think two. he's the best player in the draft. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Generational prospect. Number two, Chicago Bears, Drake May, quarterback, North Carolina. Drake May. Number three, Chicago Bears, Olu Fashanu, offensive tackle, Penn State. Sexy pick. 10, 12 year. Yeah. 
fourth pick overall, Caleb Williams to the New York Giants. According to Sports Illustrated, the fifth pick overall in the 2024 Wait, why draft. why the Pats picking fifth? Eh, because they lost, because they won the toilet bowl against the Giants. <laughs> oh, the oh, oh in their scenario. Got it, got it, got it. Yep. Number five overall to the Patriots. <laughs> With the fifth pick in the 2024 <laughs> <laughs> NFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Come on <laughs> Vegas. Come on, worst. Cleveland. Bring it. Stink. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> With the fifth pick of the 2024 NFL Draft, according to Sports Illustrated, the New England Patriots select J.J. No, McCarthy. What the hell? <laughs> what is with this guy? Get him out of here. Or they just copied the other one. copied the other one. It's like, we ran out of ideas. They, that guy must know something. Walter Football must be onto it. So Sports Illustrated stole from Walter. What's going on? I don't want J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy's going to be like the new Mac Jones. I guess oh. CBS Sports has him at number nine going to Atlanta. Good Lord, do people like that guy that much, huh? Wow. I mean, can I just remind everyone, last Saturday, in Michigan's thumping of the Penn State, we are uh, Nittany Lions, 24-9 final. I thought it was 24-15. What did they score? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> they, they covered. Just for the point of Yeah, they right, did they cover. cover. Point it was like a four-and-a-half spread. But uh, I don't want to okay. bog you down in the details, but I believe it was right. uh, 24-15. Uh, 24-15. Okay. Oh, I didn't even see the final. T- uh, okay. It's 24-15. Oh, I apologize. Uh, did you see the walk-off interview by the interim coach? Oh, Sharon Moore. That was amazing. <laughs> what a Three clown. F-bombs on national what TV in 30 seconds. <laughs> Crying like Harbaugh died in a horrific well, way. You say clown. I say legend. No, both. Yeah, they can be both. There okay. is like um, a sort of a crossover there. Michigan <laughs> ran the At one point, they Michigan ran the ball ran the, bo- the whole second half. 26 straight times. Yeah, it was like Mac Jones in the wind game against Buffalo. The same thing. They just hand the ball I, off. I'm sorry. I If you aren't rooting for Michigan to make it to at least the college football semis on New Year's Day, if not to the championship, just for the storylines, the oh, vitriol, the anger, juicy. the full Harbaugh. Yep. Oh, come on. Plus, you get a good look at your future quarterback. So apparently. Apparently, you're going to get a lot of J.J. McCarthy. Good Lord. All right, continue with your phone call, 617-779-7937. We'll also take a quick look at it as it is halftime of the Celtics game. They trail the Sixers by a point playing tonight without Jalen Brown and Chris Stapp's Porzingis. So we'll uh, update you on the game and keep taking your uh, your football calls as well. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, WEEI. Excuse me. Celtics are at the half where they trail 58-57 to the Philadelphia 76ers. How about this one, Fitzy? They won the first quarter by 15 points, only to lose the second quarter by 16 points, and thus find themselves down a single point. No Jalen Brown, no Kristaps Porzingis tonight. Okay. Drew Holiday has 13 points, five rebounds. Uh, Derek White has 12 points. On yeah, three of four shooting. Figured him for a big night tonight. He also showed up to the arena wearing a boy dad t-shirt. You might want to get one of those yourself. Yeah, I, boy dad. Double boy dad. Double boy dad. Yeah, you could do that. That's a good shirt. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, everyone's going to want to get one of them. Uh, <laughs> sell like hotcakes. Uh, <clears throat> Tatum only has 11 points on four of 10 from the field, one of six from three. Going to need a little better than that. Need a little bit more than that. Although they've held uh, Joel Embiid in check. Embiid only has eight points. Three guys with the Sixers in double figures, but not Joel Embiid. Okay, how about yeah. Maxi? He has 10. Yeah. Because I know we're going to have a little Missoula washburn oh afterward. Oh, my God, you know? I know. But, like... 
does this last all season with Missoula and the the pettiness? And right now it's just with Missoula, or I'm sorry, just with Washburn, but I'm sure if somebody else writes something bad about him, he's going to mention that too. It just seems like he's got the uh, the antenna up a little high. Yeah, the rabbit ears out for anything or anyone yeah, criticizing him about three-point shot selection. That was fun. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's necessary. Now, you can handle it any way you want. You know, if you feel like you got to defend yourself, but it just feels like a waste of time. It feels like the coach should kind of not be that concerned with that. Like, what does it really matter to you? Like, you're you're on the you're coaching the best team in the league, or one of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, the goal is to win a title, and you're try, you're bringing up seven year old articles with Gary Washburn in the post game. Bizarre. I, I, that feels like the kind of thing that I feel like if Charles Lee. Jeff Van Gundy or Sam Cassell knew he was going to do that, they would have been like, bro. Doesn't help. Bro, this is just not, not the right look. It was a great article, though, Gary. Like, he's thinking, oh, he's like, oh I just got a good zinger on him. I, I just won over the crowd. It's like, oh, I'm not sure you did. Doesn't make any sense. It seems just, like, really overly defensive. But, yeah, we'll see. Something to keep an eye on. So far, they have taken 23 threes, so they are on pace for uh, 46 threes tonight. Uh, they're shooting 7 of 23, so 30%. We know how that usually goes. Meanwhile, the 76ers are 7 of 17, so that's a good for uh, 41%. Did you see some of the guys getting in for the Celtics with no Brown and Perzingis? Well, I mean, they, they go with Pritchard and Cornette off the bench, and then after that, they got to go uh, De- Delano Banton and the guy that I cannot pronounce his name. I believe it's Svee is his first name. Svee. So just call him Svee. 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 SVI from a Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, no, the guy he played at Kansas a few years ago, but he's like it's a mouthful of a last name, and so yeah, that's they've played nine guys so far tonight, and uh, yeah, it's tough. Horford a couple times because we have like one eye on it, obviously as we're doing the show, but Horford had a couple of good defensive trips against Embiid, so that was at least good to see. That's good to see. I mean, yeah. he 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 bodies up, he d's up yeah. against him pretty well. All right, let's go to the phone. 617-779-7937. There's your update on the C's as they trail by a point at the half. Let's go to uh, Paul in Dartmouth. He's up next here on WEI. Hey, Paul. Hey, boys. Hey. hey. A little bit of my thunder earlier, but um, I am, if if I'm picking in, in the top three, I am staying away from Caleb Williams and Drake May. Uh, between the, the crying in his mom's arms, talking about stock and ownership of the team that drafts him and maybe even going back to college. I don't want to have anything to do with Caleb Williams, not to mention he's been playing like crap lately. Um, it it kind of reminds me, and, and please don't take this too much out of context, but mm-hmm. the whole Ryan Leaf, Peyton Manning scenario going in uh, with the top two quarterbacks, I, I don't think there's going to be a really good quarterback and there's going to be a really bad quarterback. I don't think the Patriots, are going to make the right decision, and I think they're going to end up with the really bad quarterback of the two. Um, Harrison Jr. is a generational talent, like you guys mentioned. You see what Jamar Chase is doing in Cincinnati. You see what Justin Jefferson is doing in Minnesota. You need to grab a stud-wide receiver. Uh, if you really want to piss off uh, the Patriots fan base, uh, you draft that uh, offensive lineman out of Penn State. Yeah. I think it's Fashanu. Um, take take a quarterback uh, at, at the beginning of the second round 
And I know you guys put it down, but bring in our boy, Kirk Cousins. I say our boy because I know you guys are uh, fans like I am. Listen, I actually like Kirk Cousins. I don't think it makes sense for either party. I feel like Cousins at this stage of his career should try to go to a winner. And if you're the Patriots and you're rebuilding, I don't think you'd want to sink that kind of money into Kirk Cousins, who is a good quarterback. I know he's the butt of a lot of jokes, but he's good. And he's coming off an injury, like as Joe brought up before, so that's also one thing, and his age. But like, why would he want to come here and throw to – I mean, in this scenario, I guess you have Marvin Harrison, so it's somebody, but I don't know. I think there'll be other teams that will also want Kirk Cousins. As Where far does as Kirk Cousins go next year, though? I th- but, but, you know, just real right, quick, let's just, let's, we pumped the brakes for a fast second. All right, let's pull this up here. Where's he go? He's not going to Cleveland. Uh, not going to Cincy. Not going to Baltimore. Well, San Francisco, I think, is a real possibility. Do you think after Kyle Shanahan had his way in the playoffs against Kirk Cousins that he would pay all that money when he's got the Purdy one, when he's tried to reclaim Darnold? For all he know, he might be like, ooh, Mac Jones on the cheap. Finally, I can get the guy I should have taken for Trey. But I've always I've always just linked them. I know there's been conversation about it when their, their, their days together in Washington. I just think that's the kind of quarterback he wants, and I think he would take him. Uh, trying to see what else. I mean, if what if Rodgers is toast? Probably should have gotten them this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Jets, possibly. I mean, the Packers are probably going to be moving on, but the Packers are in a similar spot as the Patriots. Yeah, Tampa, they, possibly. Dump Baker Mayfield, bring in Kirk Cousins. Yeah, they could. But, like, where are they really mm-hmm. headed? Where are they going? Uh, like a, the, Raiders. Ah, ah, the Raiders. The Raiders. It could be the Raiders. It's not gonna, he's not going back to Washington. Sam Howell is starting to establish himself not only as yeah. a decent quarterback, but like a fantasy stud on a weekly uh-huh. basis. Uh, it's true. It's true. His uh, his point on you know Manning Lee for just quarterbacks in the draft, it really is such a year-to-year thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua were all in the same draft. And then... You know, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota were 1-2. So if you had the first or second pick that year, you're like, great. Or the but year Mac Jones got the... picked. I mean, like, four out of those five guys might end up being terrible. I never, like, but, okay, do you remember back to when you were watching those guys, Rich, like, back in your early sports radio days? Like, did you ever really think Mariota or Winston was going to be a great pro quarterback? I didn't. No, definitely not Mariota. I was like, there's the, because this predates Herbert, so there's still that Oregon stink on him. But then also the way they played it and, like, what, I'm like, he's not going to be, like he's not gonna be able to run as effectively, and I don't know. I I, I thought that was more like system and kind of gimmicky, like what they did mm-hmm. with like Chip Kelly in Oregon. Winston, I thought had a little bit more of a chance, but then there was all the off the field stuff with him, and you're like, I don't know if he's gonna really be a good like leader face of the franchise. So you're right, there were question marks, but still, Tampa and Tennessee were like, here's our franchise guy, and it's like, no, no, that was desperate, that was yeah. desperation. Sure was. All right, three hours down, one hour to go, including grab bag coming up at 920, but you can jump aboard 617-779-7937 or hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. Uh, more with Fitzy coming up next here on WEI.